you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drive us. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber, and it's just me to introduce this iconic compilation episode that I edited with the help of Timmy, with the help of Bobby, for you this week. And you know what? It's so rare that I get to say the opening thing. And it felt good. So, hmm, okay, I should do that more often. This episode's going to be so great. It's a weird topic. It's plane stuff. But as you know, that's one of our favorite topics. We have Gemma Collins' airline that she did spawn for for a second that cracked us up. We've got the Veronica's causing drama in Australia on planes. Just a lot of plane stuff. Here's a fun fact. Bobby prefers the aisle and I prefer the window. And sometimes we just like do that with somebody in the middle of us because we prefer what we prefer. But you know what? Sometimes you just have to like get your own way and do that. It's just really funny that literally there's person between us on the flight. For example, the flight that we're going to be taking to LA in about a week or so for our shows there. Uh, One show I believe is sold out, but one show still has tickets. So come see us. Then we're going to be in Vancouver. Then we're going to be in San Francisco. And then we're going to be taking planes everywhere. So maybe we'll have some plane drama to talk about. I don't know. Stay tuned. But for now, enjoy this compilation. Okay, bye-bye. I want to be famous. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Pausing the podcast to tell you that Allie Love has started very slowly posting pictures of her wedding weekend. And so far, they appear to be sponsored. They are all about her flight and hashtagged my United journey um, because she took United. So is the whole thing going to be sponsored? That's why she needed more followers. I don't know. I don't even know what to say about that. Crunch, crunch. It could be a wedding hashtag, honestly, my United journey. But no, she's talking about the airline. <laughs> but she's talking about the airline. I do like that this um, airline sponsor is like the complete opposite of having your luggage lost by Air France. Like it is <laughs> on the other side of the spectrum. I'm also so pleased to see another caller interested in Ali Love's marriage other than like mm-hmm. me you and our friend franny who was the person who called in last time <laughs> franny has been texting us like updates i don't think we got past the the uh when she went private 
We didn't we make didn't it. I requested and she did not accept me. <laughs> so Franny's on the inside sending us all these updates. She <laughs> did see her United journey too. She looks like she's in first class, ready for takeoff, and the excitement is real. She better At be. United, hashtag my United journey. Can you imagine if you got a United sponsorship and they're like, well, you're coach still. It's free, <laughs> but you're in coach. You're in a middle seat next to the bathroom. <laughs> but it is free. It is free. It is free. So please make sure to hashtag, hashtag my United journey. What's worse, my united journey or hashtag shingles virus? That's up to you to decide. (laughs) But they did get, which I'm actually impressed by, they got page six coverage uh, by Francesca Bacardi. Yeah, when they said they were married, it said they got married, right. Peloton's Ali Love marries Andrew Haynes in Mexico. I know we're encouraging this by even covering her, but I soon after I saw the page six tweet or whatever, I saw another thing that was like, two like two soul cycle or two peloton instructors like get engaged and i have to say i'm calling for a moratorium i need all of us to band together and stop covering like these people like i think the they're great. i loved and i all of them soul cycle pelotons equinox whatever whoever comes about i think that they're all lovely i love to exercise but i they are not deserving of the the tabloid pages like it's too much I don't need to know whether Cody Rigsby uh, went on a hike with his boyfriend. I don't need to know that. I'm sorry. And Cody I don't Rigsby went on a hike says. with his boyfriend? I'm just making that up. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I, I'm kidding. I'm making that up. But like, I just want to say I'm taking a stand mm-hmm. against the coverage of these people. I think they're great, but I don't need to see it. And that's what all I'll say. The last thing I'll say is that the page six coverage points out that like, Unlike a lot of celebrities who truly have a lot of spare time, Peloton instructors are busy. Like, they have (laughs) jobs. But wait, it says fellow Peloton instructors Cody Rigsby, Emma Lovewell, Hannah Corbin, Jess Sims, Tunde Oyanane, and Robin Arzone all attended the nuptials but came back in time to resume their beloved live classes. (laughs) They had to go back to work. Peloton was like, you can all go because it's great PR for us, but you can't miss your class. (laughs) I feel that. See, that's what I'm saying. We can't let these people we can't let these people get too big for their quote unquote spandex britches because then they'll stop doing their live sh- classes that you guys love so Can much. Can I cycle remotely at a Peloton in Mexico and they're like, no, honey, you need to be in studio on Monday. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's true. I mean, Whatever. it's kind of hard to take that work on the go. Unfortunately for them. How much of this same? Speaking of tips, here's a tip. I wouldn't fly whiz air. Sorry, because they just signed a deal in this economy. In this economy, they're paying Gemma six figures to be the face of budget airline Wiz Air. As you can imagine, a diva in lockdown is not good. Thank God for my good friends at Wiz Air. I could have gone to Greece and smashed plates. I could have gone to Portugal and drunk pool. But in true Essex GC style, I am flying to Spain. Hi, girls. Got a social distance, but I love ya. Do you think that's a smart choice for them? Out of all things that they could do. Well, the Europeans, the Europeans are traveling now. Like we aren't traveling, but like Europeans are flying. So maybe budget airline has with Gemma Collins as the face of. Would you fly? (laughs) No, truly. Like if I was like ascending the steps to board a Wizz Air flight with. And I saw Gemma Collins's face on the like the nose of the plane. I'd be like, "Sugar, we're going down." <laughs> like I would not be confident. 
I don't know that I'd be um, super confident. That's what I'm that plane. saying. Like, <laughs> but seems it would be. they might have Prosecco. <laughs> she says that there's Prosecco do on board. You, she I'm loves sorry, Prosecco. Do you think a budget European airline has free Prosecco? <laughs> they don't even have free seatbelts on this flight. <laughs> I don't need it to be free. I'd pay for the budget Prosecco. Do I you, love a cheap like, sparkling. If Gemma's like, I am luxury, which really is kind of like her thing is like luxury. Like you're paying for like every single thing on this airline. You're paying for the peanuts. They're paying for the shoes I'm wearing. They're every every article of clothing that I have on on my body when I board, I'm paying for it. Oh, you're wearing shirts and shorts? You're going to need to pay an extra 20. <laughs> okay. Also, Wizz Air sounds fake. This whole thing, from the name of the airline to the fact that it's happening in the middle of a pandemic to the mock-up of her face on the nose of the plane, which I think might it's... not even be a mock-up. I think it's a full photo of no, what I it looks like now. This is... This is beyond parody. I don't know how to deal with this. How did she make sense? A source told the publication, Gemma loves going abroad. So when Wizz Air approached her team, it was a (laughs) no-brainer. Plus, the planes are pink, her favorite color. This is the baby GC here. Welcome on board, baby. Let's go. Don't forget your masks. And who wants Prosecco? There's only one way to travel. Wizz Air, enjoy. Ha, 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 at Wizz Air. Also, did she spell Wizz Air wrong? She spelled Wizz wrong. (laughs) (laughs) She spelled Wizz Air wrong. A Hungarian low-cost airline with its head office in Budapest. It like, is. I think it's Wizz real. Air is this... real. If you flew, if you saw this flying through the air, if you were an alien and you were you were in your like <laughs> UFO, you were like a UFO and you're just like floating around waiting for someone to spot you, and you saw Gemma Collins' face on a plane flying towards you, terrifying. She's out to find you. She's looking. But even as a child, we all remember little cartoons with UFOs in. Like, guys, these are all messages to, you know, all of us. And I do believe there's life on Mars. There's definitely, you know, I often look up at the moon and, like, again, lots of full moons recently. I don't know about you, but my breasts get so heavy on a full moon. Literally, I can barely move. They f- No, I'd go back. I'd go back to my galaxy. I'd never come back to Earth. <laughs> Welcome on board, baby. Wait, imagine Gemma doing like a safety, like a safety video for them. Like that I could get on board with. I don't think Gemma Collins participates in safety. I think she's the the person who like immediately takes her Ambien and like puts on the face mask <laughs> and right. is asleep the moment she's in so the right. airplane. Gemma's never actually experienced a full flight. She like doesn't know what airline travel is like. <laughs> she just like... <laughs> yeah. It's like... It's like people who travel where they're like immediately like reclined asleep. And it's like, yeah, I love to fly. And it's like, yeah, because you're fucking zonked out the moment you sit down. Another fun thing about Gemma is that she dumped her on off boyfriend James Argent earlier this week over WhatsApp. Thank God. Sources say that our sources say Arch told Gemma he wanted an open relationship like Will Smith and his wife Jada reportedly had. But Arch <laughs> later insisted that it was a joke. <laughs> Poor Gemma. Can you imagine? Oh my God! Can you just imagine being on this plane and every single announcement is Gemma's voice? Like I would actually fly to experience that. The seatbelt sign is on. <laughs> Please remain seated. I don't know. Uh, like there's turbulence uh, up ahead. One? Like the cat. Um, the marketplace is open if you want. If you want crisps. <laughs> I don't know. There's no marketplace on these flights. Are you kidding me? We'll be coming through. We'll be coming through the aisles with. <laughs> Headphones, they're 10 quid a piece or something. I don't know. I don't really know what a quid is. 
I'm going to get like, I'm going to get yelled at. Like Ben is going to listen to this and like text me angrily. He's like, your impression is terrible. Like, don't good. do that. It's very good. I claim it's good. How much of this same? Moving on. I love this. This is so relatable. Flavor Flav got into a fight with um someone at Spirit Airlines. Relatable. Not that I, I ever cursed out anyone at an airplane. Everyone, but like, who hasn't gotten a fight with Spirit Airlines? Well, who hasn't been irrationally annoyed with well not irrationally quite rationally annoyed with spirit airlines spirit airlines i mean is an airline there's no where reason there are to no be rules mean to people there's no reason to yell at people who work for you know just an airline company or just trying to go about their day but spirit airlines they really do get on get yeah. on the nerves spirit airlines is like if you like air travel but you don't want to spend a lot of money and you also love gambling because there's no guarantee that just because you bought a spirit airlines ticket that you're going to get where you're going that you want to go you know like it's completely up in the air in every sense of the word and so he got trapped by spirit airlines in las vegas uh they apparently fucked up by closing the door before he got on so he got the headline flavor flavor curses out spirit airlines employee after missing flight and my joke was i'd curse out spirit airlines if i made my flight (laughs) to put a little that's funny a little whatever at the end so his explanation actually makes a little bit of sense so he says it wasn't that he was like in the other part of the terminal and he was running late he was there the whole time but he told tmz that he commonly i'm quoting them commonly waits to board until everyone else is on because people always want to take photos of him yeah and it's like people always want to take photos of me and if I'm on the plane and people want to take photos of me, then it slows everyone down. He was like, I literally didn't get on the plane first out of politeness to everyone. If he was wearing his, if he was wearing his clock, his I'd clocks. be like, come on. Like, yes. you're just drawing attention. And so... If you don't they... want to be have photos be taken of you while you're trying to get on a plane, take the clock <laughs> off. I got to see if he's wearing the clock. Click on the photos. Hold on. But I just love that Hold he on. like had the most reasonable explanation for why he did this. And then he said, Spirit Airlines shut the door on me while I was in line to board. I was upset. I said some harsh words to the gate agent. I apologize to those who witnessed me acting out of character. I do not apologize to Spirit Airlines or the gate agent. He's not wearing a clock at all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like, right. Like he's not like showing up to catch his flight in full like in full flavor. costume. Yeah. yeah, he like looks like just a normal guy. Vibe. He just looks like a normal guy and people are recognizing him and ask for photos. Wow. I do not apologize to Spirit, <laughs> Spirit Airlines or the gate That's agent. Such a funny statement. I'm sure he was awful to them. <laughs> I don't I don't doubt it. How much of this statement? 26 light years away. Let's say there is alien life in Vega, on Vega. They won't know that Olivia Culpo won Miss Universe until 2038. And so okay, in 2038, so in 2038, they're going to send a message in the form of blowing up our planet that's pissed about the win, Olivia Coppola's win of Miss Universe. So in 2064, oh, that's 28, that's 26 years after they get the message because <laughs> it's going to take that we're going to get a message that says, "Hey, we exist and we're much hotter than Olivia Culpo. They have better technology, so they don't need that much time. Imagine 2064 getting a message from the aliens on Vega that says, "How dare you claim Olivia Culpo?" <laughs> is the most beautiful being in the universe. Our our girly, like whoever, is actually the most beautiful. And no one knows who Olivia Culpo is or was. Our girly. And the thing is, when they said that, when they say that in, what, 2064, we will have to agree because at that point, because we will not know who Olivia Culpo is or was. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I mean, she might be. Why are we be... talking about Olivia Culpo? <laughs> that's my question to you always. That's uh-huh. what I'm really, that's the crux of the issue. Sorry, I'm too busy thinking about contact. She was kicked off a plane for wearing a sports bra or something. I don't know. No, literally, that's like what happened. She was kicked off a plane for wearing a sports bra and biker shorts. Olivia and I are going to Cabo. And look at her outfit. She looks cute. She looks appropriate. No. They call her up to the desk and tell her that she needs to put a blouse on. Otherwise, she can't get on the plane. Tell me, is that not so American Airlines. (laughs) I love you so much. Please get me to Cabo. (laughs) Well, she wasn't kicked off. It was American. They said, you can't wear this on the plane. And she put on her boyfriend's hoodie. Honestly, it's cold on planes. It's idiotic to be wearing that on a plane in general. Not Mm -hmm. even because of covering up reasons. The guidelines, according to the Daily Mail on American Airlines, are very vague. So it's like, dress appropriately is one of them you must dress appropriately and you can't wear something that's deemed quote inoffensive or inappropriate so it seems like it's up to the discretion of the flight attendants i have to say the airlines can do fucked up things and you should talk about them publicly because it's the only way it'll get them to to do anything about it but Mm -hmm. talking about airline your personal airline drama is the lowest form of internet you know so you have to be really careful that what you're saying about airline is like is actually, actually necessary. Right. Like that's that's what I'm saying, you know? If they killed your dog, sure. If they didn't let your dog on the plane, don't tell me. I don't give a shit. You know? If Andy McDowell tweets, I'm upset that I had to sit in tourist class, don't do that. <laughs> don't Wait, do that, that a- Andy McDowell. Remember when that- she said No She said Help, I I paid for first class and they put me in tourist class because of my dog that I pre-booked and paid for. And tourist class is just a very antiquated way of describing coach that is very condescending. Tourist um, class? Tourist class. Is she also smoking on the plane? What year is it? (laughs) Anyway, Uh, she... Olivia Culpa was mad previously at JetBlue. Now she's mad at American Airlines. Then she was mad at JetBlue because they... She didn't have, like, the paperwork or something for her dog. So they were like, uh-huh. you can't have your dog. And then she was like, eh, uh, okay, whatever. Okay. I got to say, I was on JetBlue this week, and I am I was pleased. You were pleased? And I That's sat good. on the tarmac for an hour, and I still was like, eh, whatever. Traveling. It's a privilege. That's it's I, fine. That's what I felt like. And then they gave me 50 bucks. I didn't even do anything. I didn't even complain. I was just like, all right, I'll take it. I hear you got some snacks as well. What snacks? Well, I was pleased because first of all, I had the road to myself traveling, a privilege Mm -hmm. that no one's engaging in right now. And I got up to go to the bathroom and I noticed the basket of treats, the basket of snacks just out on Mm -hmm. the counter, meaning that the marketplace. No, that's that's Delta. Terra chips. No, JetBlue has Terra chips sometimes. Well, right now the lineup was not my fave lineup, but the lineup of snacks was. A granola bar, like oat granola bar, which was fine. The fig bar? No, it was um, some other brand. It was like oatmeal, oh. whatever. Um, cinnamon sugar cookies, which not my fave. Cheez-Its, but the wheat ones, which have a oh, weird taste. I like them. I like not, those. Not a fan. And then the best option, which was popcorners. Popcorners. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The kettle the kettle corn popcorners. So I went for those. Popcorners? Popcorners I like for like the first three popcorners. And then after like oh, I love a, a quarter of the bag, you're like, something about this is weird. Oh, <laughs> I could eat, about I could eat 4,000 kettle chips, pop kettle chips. Did chip, you get a tomato corner. juice? I got a ginger ale. I didn't go tomato uh, juice. It was late. Do but they the, have tomato juice? 
they did. Oh, because there's a you, there's a supply chain issue with tomato yeah. juice. <laughs> Our whole tour, I asked for a tomato juice on practically every flight, and they go, "We don't have any." Well, there's one place issue. they gave me they gave me Bloody Mary mix, which was fine. That's what I usually ask for too, because it's like oh, spicier. Okay. Yeah, spicy. okay, what are we still talking about? Oh, I have a you game. have a game. Wait, mm-hmm. before we get to the game, you know she posted an update. Olivia Culpo. Yeah, she has this dress that's literally just like two pieces of fabric, one that runs down her front and run one that runs on her ass. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just a Yeah, so it's connected via strappies on the side. Yeah. Um, and strings. she wrote <laughs> she wrote in the comment, please use caution while using the overhead bins as items may have shifted during flight. You know she was so pleased with herself about that one. I'm trying to figure it out. It's it's funny, but you're right, it doesn't make sense. Like it's funny. Like, oh that's funny. But it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. I have a little game, and it's actually okay. related to this. Because I was thinking, like, I feel like once every six months we get a celebrity getting kicked off a flight. Or a who celebrity getting kicked off a flight. Yeah. For various reasons. Mm-hmm. While I feel like normal people don't often get kicked off flights, like, as a daily thing. When I, have you? How often have you been on a flight when somebody gets, is getting kicked off the flight? Have you never. ever been on a flight? I've never okay, seen so, it. So that's I've never what I'm seen saying. it happen. I mean, we're not like, you know, jet setters, but I've no. personally never been on a flight that somebody has been kicked off of. So I'm assuming it doesn't happen that often. But according to according to the Daily Mail, celebrities are getting kicked off flights left and right. There's a greater uh, instance of famous people getting kicked off flight than flights than civilians. Average well, people. Really? Because yeah, they're obnoxious? Yeah, because they're probably like, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Or they just get more attention. <laughs> I have a little game about celebrities and celebrities getting kicked off flights. Here we go. Ready? I'm ready. Yes, I'm ready. Number one. Speaking of wardrobe issues, which rock star was kicked off his flight because he refused to pull up his pants? Was it Billy Joe Armstrong, Steven Tyler, Travis Barker, or Billy Idol? Refused to pull up his pants? Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> Billy Joe Armstrong. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. I could picture him with, with pants falling down more than the other ones. Which one of these celebs has not been escorted off a plane for being too drunk? Lamar Odom, Bobby okay. Brown, Gerard okay. Depardieu, or Robbie Williams? Bobby Brown. That's incorrect. Bobby Brown has been escorted off a plane for being too drunk. So has Lamar Odom. Gerard Depardieu pissed in the pissed in the aisle. And Robbie Williams has not been accused publicly of really? being drunk That's on a plane. That's a good fake out. I know. All those people, I would believe that it happened. Relatedly, a love and hip-hop star named Tommy Lee was kicked off a plane for refusing to give up what item? A. A glass of wine she'd brought along with her. B. A pet pot-bellied pig she'd brought along with her. C. (laughs) A huge piece of carrot cake that she'd brought along with her. Or D. An ancient Egyptian artifact she'd brought along with her. Oh my god. I love... The idea of it being a huge piece of carrot cake, so that's what I'm going to guess, because I can't figure it out. (laughs) No, she brought a glass of wine just on the plane (laughs) with her. Like, she just brought it all the way through, and they were like, lady, you can't do that yet. And she was like, Like, from the iPad bar? She she took it from the iPad bar? I don't know how (laughs) to get the wine. How did it get through through just the gate agent? (laughs) You know, I don't know. She flew by, maybe. Okay, next. This classic who had himself physically removed from a flight after refusing to turn off his phone. Was this Mark Ruffalo, Josh Duhamel, James Marsden, or Josh Lucas? Classic who? Uh, then it's Josh Duhamel. Dumal. That's correct. Josh wow. Duhamel, whose last name I'll never pronounce correctly. Wait, he got annoyed? He got k- kicked off a plane for not turning off his phone? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> 
That's ridiculous. You gotta, you gotta feel like somebody's targeting you at that point. What an Follow idiot. Up. But also, like, turn off your fucking phone, you idiot. <laughs> Follow up. In 2011, this actor also had himself physically removed from a flight after refusing to turn off his phone because he was playing words with friends. <gasps> this one has no multiple choice. You just have to guess. Oh, Alec Baldwin. That's correct. <laughs> I remember this story. Yeah, it's Alec Baldwin. What about that Aussie rock star duo that got in a fight with a flight attendant about overhead baggage? We talked about this in the podcast. Savage Garden. Wrong. Are they, are Sisters. They English? Sisters. Gay. Australian. Tegan and Sarah? No. The Veronicas. Remember? Oh, the Veronicas. We talked about this on the show. <laughs> Next. This iconic hun was kicked off a flight to Las Vegas for refusing to wear a mask. Is it Molly May, Sharon Osbourne, Katie Price, or Gemma? Gemma would not. Gemma would keep a mask on. It's either Katie Price or Sharon Osbourne. I'm going to say Katie Price. That's correct. Yeah, Katie Price is a chaos agent. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mess. Next, Tara Reid was removed from a Delta flight after complaining about being given the wrong seat and not getting this often free item. Was that A, a pillow, B, her free snack of Tara blue chips, C, a warm <laughs> towelette, or D, a life vest? Often free, often free. Uh, blanket. It was a pillow, but you're correct. An ex-girlfriend of a baseball player had a, quote, meltdown when Delta said she couldn't sit with her dog. Who? Was it J-Lo, Mariah Carey, Minka Kelly, or Kate Hudson? Oof. I feel like it wasn't Mariah Carey. She'd fly private. <laughs> Kate Hudson, I don't think, would worry about her. Dog. I think it's Minka Kelly. That's correct. And because this is the last question, I'm going to read you the report from Gawker from when this happened. Ready? On Delta Flight 2865 from JFK to LAX right now, and Minka Kelly caused such a fucking scene about her dog not being able to be seated with her that the pilot had to come down before we even left the gate. She called her boyfriend, Jared Jeter, and handed her phone to him to try to try and rationalize what the seven flight attendants it took to calm her down, screaming that it was inhumane to not have the dog out for her to take off and landing, crying, tears, etc. Holy Jesus, was it worth seeing. We're mid-flight right now, and God knows how landing's going to go. Tough to be entitled. <laughs> Bobby, did you know that it's Live Nation's concert week? And from now through May 14th, you can get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows? I did know because Live Nation sent us a list of all of the concerts. And I'm obsessed because I'm definitely going to see some of these people. Well, you can get up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, including Alanis Morissette, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson. Who else am I seeing? Lainey Wilson. Peso Pluma and Sarah McLaughlin, like back to back. That's fun. Megan Trainer, then Peso Pluma, then Sarah McLaughlin and have us the summer of my life. So grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. I was in Florida this past weekend and guess what was the talk of the town? Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, Oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there... I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not crop. Yeah. So it'll just oh. be like a cropped 
iPhone photo that's Instagram. on the Aura frame. Exactly, with it. comments and everything. It'll just be on. <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes, so it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the Aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No, but do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about Aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm-hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. Aura app and, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting you gotta be careful. Ad photos. You got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it, but you should do it. You got to be a little bit careful. But you Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I want to be famous. Do we want to talk about Rachel Drew? Not really, but I... (laughs) We can do it in one minute. This was a funny bit, though, because she was so adamant about this, and then everybody was like, no. Rachel, calm down. (laughs) Rachel, stop. Rachel Rachel True True, of the craft craft. fame. (laughs) That's it, right? It is better that you should rush upon this blade and enter the circle with fear in your heart. How do you enter... With perfect love and perfect trust. Yes. Right? She's the one who gets into... That's all, really all I know her from. She And, like, she reads tarot cards in L.A., like, somewhere. She uh, she is the character in The Craft who gets uh, racially bullied by Christine Taylor and gets mm-hmm. her revenge by making Christine Taylor bald. Mm-hmm. Um, she was on a flight, on a, <laughs> on a JetBlue flight. She was in Sharknado 2 and Sharknado 3. Three, and so I'm as I said, Sharknado she's one. only in the craft, um, <laughs> and she, she was in the uh, window seat of a JetBlue flight, and she was flying from LAX to New York, and as far as I could tell, she was taking the terrible route, which I have taken before, LAX to Buffalo, and then to New York, <laughs> oh, which is truly stop. like, which is truly like hell on that, earth. Like that That's the route I was on enough. when I was on the flight with William Fitchner. So right. It was already misery enough. It's right? already enough have, misery. I get you where have she's this layover in Buffalo. From. And no offense to Buffalo. That is the worst airport. Oh my God. There's like one restaurant. It, there's nowhere to sit. It's the worst. It's so cold. No and offense to Buffalo. No offense to Buffalo. So to be Rachel, fair, no offense to Buffalo. New York has the second worst and third worst uh airports. So don't well, worry it's about that, it. No, New York New York airports are worse than Buffalo, honestly. But yeah, and, but the thing about any flight like this, like if you've flown a flight with connecting flights. The most like psychologically damaging part about a connecting flight, if it's at, is if it's at the end, because sometimes connecting flights are in the middle, but sometimes connecting flights are at the end. Okay, so it's like but... you fly, you fly six hours, and then you have to wait for a layover, and then you fly thirty minutes to your final destination. Right, anyway, but that's so not what happened. To she's Rachel in a bad True. place. She's in a bad place. So Rachel True is already annoyed because she has to fly to Buffalo first, and she's in the uh, in the window seat, and there is a woman in the middle seat. Rachel 
calls her Karen. I don't even think her name was Karen. I think Rachel's just being funny because it's a white Rachel's lady. just being funny. And so Karen's in the middle seat. Rachel's in the window seat. No one's in the aisle seat. And she apparently, according to her tweets, was like, excuse me, Karen, would you mind moving to the aisle seat because no one's there? Then we could have a seat between us. I f- doubt she was that polite, even though that's not even a polite thing to ask. Karen was like, thank you, no, and put on her headphones. Karen wanted to be in the middle seat. Shoulder to shoulder with Rachel True. So Rachel True was she did a, a big Twitter fan thread. of the craft? Was she a big she, fan of Sharknado the sequel? We'll never know. She threaded and she said, "Never been on a flight where the middle seat stranger refuses to move to the empty aisle seat." Meet Karen. Karen calls steward. Also, celebrities having weird antiquated terminology Ugh. for flight attendants is like will never not be funny. Yeah. Karen calls steward and said, "I was also Rachel True is not old enough to be calling people a steward." <laughs> Karen calls Stewart and says I was, quote, harassing her, dot, 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 for asking her to slide over, dot, 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 into the empty seat, dot, 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 that would separate her from me. Hashtag get out. (laughs) Get out my lap, Karen. The thread goes on to say that, like, Karen was watching a show on her seatback TV. This is even, this gets even more weird. And I guess Rachel True knew one of the actors on the show Karen was watching, and Rachel True texted the actor mid-flight and was like, LOL, this woman, Karen, is pissing me off and she's watching you. Like, what does that text conversation even look like? Who, what show do we guess she was watching? Like, Blue Bloods? Uh, the, like, NCIS? Like, yeah, yeah, Law and Order? Something truly. Like, one Rachel of those shows True. that's been on one million yeah. years. It's just weird because Rachel True is, like, conflating a lot of her experience with things that are just not really appropriate in terms of, like, what she's experiencing, <laughs> you know? She's yeah. like, hashtag get out, you know, like the movie, of my lap. Mm-hmm. Meaning this woman is just sitting next to her. Is mm-hmm. it is it kind of silly that this woman wouldn't move over a seat? Sure, oh, yeah. obviously. But is this woman allowed to sit in the seat that she paid for? Yes. Yeah. Of course. It's a grand- plane. You're supposed to be uncomfortable. It's a plane. That's what I'm saying. Every there's no such thing as a good flight. And in the grand in the grand like in the world of like terrible things to happen to you on a flight on the flight, this is so low level. Like this is such a nothing thing. Right. Right. But and I so, would I complain yeah. about it? Would I abs- I would complain to all my friends about it. I would be like can you believe I was on a flight and this so woman weird. didn't this woman leave wouldn't the move over? So weird. But would you would tweet I about, about it? it? Never thread about something that's happening to you on a plane unless you are literally being hijacked. I'm sorry. You do not get to thread unless right. you are in imminent danger. Right. And she's basically being in her in her replies. People are like, she paid for a seat. Maybe she didn't want to sit in the aisle. How is that so hard to believe? <laughs> And some people are like, they don't want to get, and they're posting the wedding singer gif with Drew Barrymore getting mashed in the elbow by the cart. It's like, maybe she didn't want to get mashed in the elbow by the cart. That's true. I personally always take an aisle. I don't care. I have to have an aisle. No, I understand that. But it's just so funny that her reaction is so overblown when you're right. It's just a story that you would tell your friend as just like a weird offhand. Can you believe that this woman like wouldn't move over one seat? Like it's so funny that I had to, you know, we could have had this empty seat. Mm -hmm. Instead, she's literally like accusing the woman of sitting in her lap, being in her space. And the funniest thing about this though, I I will say I just started thinking about it. I gave it like one ounce of thought. One ounce? Karen complains that Rachel Drew is harassing her, right? Her name isn't Karen. Also, the other thing that really bothers, bothers me is she posted a picture of Karen. Yeah, I don't like and that. And that's she really, that. that's really At least not, cover up the face, yeah. That's not fair, yeah. Put the little, what you do is you put the little clown emoji over the <laughs> over the right. face of the person yeah. that you're put lampooning. The cl- put the little put the clown, clown emoji. emoji. That's what you do. Put the clown emoji. I will say it's weird to me that like if I were sitting next to Rachel True and Rachel True were getting on my case and I were like, oh my God, Rachel True was harassing me. Like if yeah. I were, if I were under the impression that Rachel True 
was harassing me. Right. I would move over. I'd be like, I don't want to sit next to the person who's around. Like, it's weird that Karen didn't is, just didn't just move for the simple fact that she couldn't stand Rachel True. You know, this, you're, right. You know what I mean? Like this woman who was on the craft is really just Pissing annoying me, me. Yeah. I don't want to rub shoulders with someone who's pissing me off. All these, all these who's being like, what a nightmare, Rachel. <laughs> this thread oh is really a nightmare. It's cursed. I know. It's cursed. And then there are normal people being like, can you just like relax, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the video that she posted of her at her layover in Buffalo is so, f- it's like triggering. Like both of these women have to lay over in Buffalo. Isn't that enough? So let me make this clear. I didn't expect Karen to move just because I asked her. I expected Karen to move because she said she would twice. And then she didn't. And by the third time when I said, are you going to move? She said, she just flipped out. She was like, you keep asking me and immediately pressed for a stewardess twice. She called the stewardess steward on me. And here's the thing. Don't fucking call the authority on a black person unless it's serious. And I don't care if that's on the air or in the ground. Karen just could have turned to me and said, I, I'm not, I don't want to sit in the aisle. Karen didn't say that. Karen was a goddamn bitch. How would you be famous? Okay. This story is very funny because I don't really understand what happened. And me I've read either. everything either. published about it. This everything is the most, published this about is it. like, you did? You like Googled Every, around? Every oh, then single you thing should try to explain it. it to me because I only read the Daily Mail and I got to say, it's very Australia. Like, it's Daily Mail Australia. It's for Australian people only. I feel like we're not meant to understand <laughs> it, you know? Okay, so the Veronicas. Remember the Veronicas? Because I really, I remember the I Veronicas, do. but I was listening. I was sitting on the couch and I was listening to Veronica's music with Josh. And I was like, I don't recognize any of these songs. And I thought maybe one would ring a bell. None, no, none of them of ring them. bells. But one of them none dated of them. Ruby Rose for a while, remember? And they had like a nasty Yes, breakup. I do remember that. That's the last time we talked about the Veronicas. So the Veronicas are two identical twins, which is really funny to me because they're like different heights and they don't really look alike. I mean, they look alike. They they're look like, like Tegan and Sarah, but not good. Exactly. And they're more punky. They're more punky. Sure. Yeah. Um, and they're Australian. Tegan and Sarah, but Australian. Okay, and, not and good. they're both not named Veronica. No, you know what their names are? It's the funny. I always forget that their names are not Veronicas. Not Veronica. Not like, Veronica. No, their names are. Um, hold on, I'm gonna get this wrong. I just had it. I just had it there. But like, their names couldn't be Veronica. Their names are. Their names are Jessica and Lisa. <laughs> just the most basic names. They're Jessica and Lisa, and they go by the Veronicas because of Heather's. Greetings and salutations. You a Heather? No. I'm a Veronica. Because they said, we're not Heathers, we're Veronicas. But then they got basically a cease and desist from the Archie comic people because they were like, you can't be the Veronicas because we have a Veronica with attitude in the Archie universe and she's a musician and you're stealing our stuff. And so do you know what their compromise was back when Veronicas came out and then the Archie people were suing them? No. I'm quoting Wikipedia. A settlement was reached that included a cross-promotion deal, including an appearance in an issue of Veronica's series, like the Veronica's comic books. The issue, Veronica 167, released on March 1st, 2006, featured the Veronica's in the feature story, What's in a Name, in which they meet lodge perform in riverdale and spend a day there so the settlement Wait, that's an was, amazing settlement they put them in the arch universe for one for one issue so of the how comic. is that so that's good for the veronicas too yeah apparently it was good for them so in the anyway world of, so here's what happened. so the settlement wait hold on i'm just not done with that so in the settlement the way that they had to clear this up was that in the world of archie comics the veronicas exist and they're a band <laughs> that's separate they're from a band. veronica 
So yes. once that was con- once that was confirmed and revealed by the Archie comics, then it was okay for the Veronicas to exist as the Veronicas outside. Yes, they were in a few issues, and in um, the next issue of Archie and Friends, it was revealed that Archie is the Veronica's biggest fan. No, he's not. They wrote it all into the Veronica's and the Archie universe. That's like flattering to the Veronica's versus them having to be punished for this. In a way. So Jessica okay. and Lisa, the Veronica's. Sure. I hate that, though. We're on a plane. Jessica this and is, Lisa. This is honestly Nanette all over again. It's like Jessica and Lisa, got the Lisa, the Veronica's. <laughs> <laughs> so Jessica and Lisa, the Veronicas, are on the plane, and they Qantas, Qantas flight, uh, Qantas Airlines, Qantas and Airlines. they were sitting together, and one of them put their bags in the overhead bin. One of them had a bag in the overhead bin that was like facing the wrong direction. Okay, sure. And so, at one point before taking off, a flight attendant was like, "Hi, uh, Veronica." You have to, and she was like, "My name is Jessica." And so she was like, "Hi, Veronica. <laughs> you have to. You have to." And move the other one was like, the, "I'm Lisa." <laughs> she was like, "You have to move this bag because it's not facing the right direction." And she was like, "Can you help me out? I'm only five one. And so in the caption, she goes, "We are only five one because they're identical twins." And so she's like, "Can you help me out?" And the flight attendant says, "That's against policy. We can't help you move it." And which might wait, be a Qantas thing. Like, might be wait, an, flight all flight help- attendants do when I'm on a flight is they like is shove everything shit around. All and they, they yell, do is yes. fucking move bags. I'm gonna read the caption where they revealed this. Um, the female flight attendant wanted Lisa's bag spun around. Lisa asked the attendant if she couldn't help assist her because she couldn't reach it. We're only five one. The attendant said it was against company policy, and a lovely man behind us helped instead. So they go off. Then right before takeoff. Um, everyone starts like getting upset with them and I'm reading that I'm quoting them again. It says the flight attendant brought me over to the manager and pointed us out. He proceeded to lecture us about company policy. We listened and asked for their names. They refused to give them their names and announced they were going to call security on us. So um, they started they're filming. The Veronica's, then they got obviously. kicked off. No, but the Lisa the and Jessica. Staff, the staff didn't refuse to answer. Oh, okay, got it, the got it, got staff it. refused to give the Veronicas, Lisa and Jessica, their names. Mm. And then they got mad and turned on their recording. But I don't understand. There's so much missing here. So it's like, okay, we moved the bag. Then they got mad at us for reasons that they're not explaining. So I feel like they're leaving out details. Can I say what I think happened? Reveal. What do you think happened? So people are saying that they're promoting their new reality show. Well, sure. Here's what I think happened. They were filming the whole time. And the, they came over and they said, hey, you can't film on this flight. Like, you just can't film. And then that started uh, shit. And so they and don't want to reveal nothing, that they were filming. It had nothing to do with the bags. And they're saying, we only started filming when we got, like, lectured or started getting yelled at by the, by the, by the plane cops or whatever, by wow. the plane people. But I say, me say, that they have been filming the entire time. Right. And other people on the plane were like, why are they filming? And then they came over and said... Please stop filming. That's that's a good piece of speculation. Because Come on. I couldn't figure it out because I was like, none of this makes sense. Why were they mad? They're not revealing what they actually got in trouble for. No. And I guess you're right. So it it makes sense that they might have gotten in trouble for filming. Listen to this. So when they went on, they went on some Australian talk show that's hosted by a comedian, and the talk show said this. Listen. But I believe there is a project that you're working on coming up, and some people are saying that this was a publicity stunt. Is that true? <laughs> this is a legal matter. Not a publicity stunt. Does it help that it's giving you some publicity? 
No, I don't think it helps at all. So we didn't even get into the reality show that they're filming that's going to be on MTV like later this year, uh, which is, quote, the show will be shot and produced in Australia and will depict their day-to-day -day lives in the lead-up to the release of their next album, which makes me think that you're spot on, Lindsay. Just their day-to-day -day lives. They're releasing their album. They get in trouble because they're so famous. The album comes out in early 2020. This show premieres at the end of the year. And do you know what it's called? It is... You're going to rip your hair out. You're going to rip your hair out. It's called Jess and Lisa, the Veronicas. Fucking A. Stop it. Jess and Lisa, colon, the, the Veronicas. Veronicas. All right, fine. Jess and Lisa. No, nothing's going to help Veronicas. us Americans know who they are anymore. So I guess if like leading with their real names is a solution or something. I think it's only going to be on MTV Australia. But like maybe not it'll on be MTV on international America. MTVs. Well, that's they what they're trying to make MTV it happen. By, that's what they're trying to do the plane drama for. And you know what? They're not the only ones starting fucking plane drama. Here's the thing. Tell me who else is starting plane drama. Another reality star, former reality star, not current reality star, but I'm sure she would love another reality show. Aubrey O'Day, who comes up honestly a lot considering what she's doing, which is not she's, much. Her last one we heard about, she was, had an affair with, uh, what's his face? Donald Trump Jr., Anyways. Well, we, no, last time we heard about her, she like got a new face and everyone was like, Aubrey O'Day got a new face. Yeah, it's true. Do we? But do, then we got we, mean, we got distracted by Sharon Osbourne's new face. So we right. didn't actually talk about Aubrey O'Day's new face. Aubrey O'Day's Instagram is like, it's otherworldly. You think like you were like, oh, the Kardashians, they use all these apps to like make their bodies like, no, go to Aubrey O'Day's Instagram. It's like, it's like CG. It's like Avatar over there. I'm just <laughs> saying like the technology that she is using is chef's yeah. kiss. You know, yeah. So, James Cameron is like Jim using Aubrey O'Day's yeah. Instagram on his mood yeah. board for avatars four, five, six, seven, and He's eight. He's calling Aubrey, like leaving messages, like Aubrey, please, I, you got to tell me what He's you're like, using. Aubrey, I'm still using antiquated dot technology where I put the dots on the faces. And uh, what are you using? What are you using? Because what's going on? So here? we saw Danya's like Aubrey O'Day. I'm very impressed by your skills <laughs> because of the nature of this film. You know, with it, with this alien clan, this alien culture. You know, we had a choice. We could do it with makeup. Like it's always been done, you know, rubber appliance makeup. It would have looked horrible and it would have been boring and stupid and, you know, kind of blue actors running around in the rainforest in their underwear, you know, and a bunch of blue body paint. It would look terrible. Uh, and I wasn't interested in that. You know, if I was going to do this, I wanted to do it this way, which is with performance capture. Aubrey O'Day tweets that this. She says, never really have good. I... Never have I flown and had the steward treat me like a punished little child, little, little child in timeout Stuart. the entire flight, including making me undress in front of the entire plane because he didn't like my shirt and made me turn inside out in order to fly at American Air blank out needs to be fired. Yeah. And then people are responding and she's like, yeah, I was shocked. I literally had to have my breasts in a bra out in front of everyone around me <laughs> in order to not get kicked off. The girl next to me held up her blanket because she felt bad. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then she says, I gave you his name. I literally have no interest in dealing with your airliner any further. I'm offended and disturbed. I wish I took at JetBlue. Because American Airlines is like, Please DM us and, and let's discuss Truly. this further. And she's like, Truly. no. And then TMZ like makes what half a phone call. They make one phone call. <laughs> they can't figure. First of all, no one can figure out who Sean William Scott's married to. But this phone call was easy. TMZ calls someone who is on the flight and they say that Aubrey O'Day boarded the flight wearing a shirt that said fuck on it. It just it said fuck. The way they described it, it's a black shirt with bold white letters across the front spelling out the word fuck. And, a, and somebody must have said something 
like the hey. flight attendant allegedly said hey you can't wear this you have to turn your you, you have to change and she hey, said can you i don't have any shirt, other clothes can you turn well, she your said i don't have any other clothes out. right and so they said we'll Which just turn inside weird. out and they said you can go into the bathroom to do it and she was like no didn't pay attention to the part about how she can go into the bathroom and she just changed in the aisle i mean i believe every word that this person that I, like, I, says, or the source yeah the source like she comes on the flight she's wearing a shirt that says fuck somebody complains the flight attendant's like hey do you mind like turning your shirt inside out because like it's bothering other people and all they want to do Day is was make like, it <gasps> and she was like how dare, dare you? you i have no other clothes even though i'm on a flight which means i have like luggage which means i probably do have other clothes well maybe I'm they never- all just say fuck yeah, maybe everything she owns says fuck Not on it. Not to mention Arrested Development, but this is very much the Judy Greer character in Arrested Development yeah. who thinks that everyone yeah. always wants to see your boobs. <laughs> yeah. Can we please have one conversation that's not about my rack, Michael? Truly. I had to take, but also it's funny because if you read back her tweets, it's like, I literally had to have my breasts out in a bra. <laughs> Anyways. I literally had to have my breasts in a bra. She's so, fine now, though. And I'm not saying that people on pl- – this kind of implies that people on planes who complain are crazy because a lot of bad – there's a lot of shit on planes where it's not the person's fault, you know? Yes. This, yes. But these two examples, the Veronica's and Aubrey O'Day, I got to say, I just feel like we're not dealing with um, narrators that are reliable. No, no one's less reliable than Aubrey O'Day, but I do believe that she had an affair with Donald Trump Jr. Oh, I believe that to be true. How can you make that – imagine making that up. That's the problem with that is like – why would you make that up? That's that would very that's very damaging to your own. Someone, she's like her Twitter is currently like she's she's quote tweet she's quote tweeting fans who are like supportive of her, and a Twitter user named Princess Diana. <laughs> it's Maybe it's Diana? the same one. Maybe it's her ghost. Yeah. Responded to her say? story and said something is very wrong with this picture. Legal action should be taken. And Aubrey says. The state of free speech is under attack, and in this case, their power to do so wasn't even used equally or with appropriateness. Can't imagine my shirt was more offensive than my breasts being out on the plane. First of all, that barely makes sense. She doesn't really understand what she's saying here. In the flight attendant's mind, it wasn't her shirt that says fuck or her breasts. You just made it so that your breasts were out on the plane. She That's like not... retweeted Ari Melber. She retweets a lot of MSNBC. Oh, because she's into politics, right? Because she oh, she loves Donald she Trump. loves politics. She hates okay. Trump, but she loves politics. But she good, also good thinks free speech is under attack. Well, she can't wear a shirt that says "fuck" on a plane. I mean, that's fucked up. It's true. I I've literally had to have my I'm breasts sorry. in a bra out I... in front of okay, everyone. Now here's my pro Aubrey O'Day take: People put their bare feet on the fucking anywhere on a plane. There are so many offensive things: clipping their toes, farting. Plane is like the worst behavior zone, and Aubrey O'Day can't wear a shirt that says "fuck" on it. Get out of here, right? Will you? What? I mean, <laughs> speaking of the apps that Aubrey O'Day uses that yeah. James Cameron would be jealous of, please uh-huh. click this. Where did she get this app? Click that. I'm trying. Click that. Hold on. I'm clicking. Hold on. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling. This is not. I'm. It's a photo of know. her in her Fashion Nova best, and. It has been manipulated it's, to have hearts bubble up around her, but they go behind her body like it it masked out her body. So it's actually no, like but technologically quite advanced. Are the hearts? Um, but the hearts are hiding the other manipulation where she looks like Area Fifty One meets like Navi, something else. The Pandora, Navi, the Navi. I mean, there's just so much going on here. Anyways, no, it's day. like 
Area 51 meets Pandora, and then you desaturated it so that they're not I blue. I feel like we're not body shaming her because she doesn't look no. like a body. There's no body here. It's like, you know, it's like otherworldly. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's transcending beyond the body. <laughs> sure. I want to be famous. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. Of, kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention too. Yes, and that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. I don't know about you, but I got the shoppies and I'm ready to (laughs) shop. Shoppies. Thank God it's Rakuten's Big Give Week. You get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ulta, Adidas, Doc Martin, Ray-Ban. I'm just naming the ones that I like, the, the brands that I like. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During the Big Give Week, May 6th through May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I just actually got some cash back. It's incredible. Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. They have 15 million members who are already saving. So join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. How much of this same Okay, what's next? Savannah Chrisley was thrown off a Southwest flight for being an unruly passenger. Oh, to be thrown off no. a Southwest flight means you, like, you really fucked up. Like, you you really did something wrong. I was going to say, they, bo- they they don't even have seat numbers. How'd she get kicked? What'd she even do to get kicked off? Like, not sit in the right seat? Guess what? There's no seats. <laughs> 
All right, guys. So I officially know why everyone hates Southwest so much. I mean, absolutely <laughs> hates it. The worst thing in the entire world, the 25-year-old said in a video shared to her Instagram stories, zooming in on a man at her gate. <laughs> I know the zoom. This man right here, um, awful. I went to board my flight to get on, and he told me I had to check my bag. I was like, okay, if you wouldn't mind, I'm going to take my bag on the flight and see if I can make it fit. And if not, <gasps> I'll check it. Bitch, you're going to jail. I officially know why everyone hates Southwest so much. I mean, absolutely hates it. It's the worst thing in the entire world. Um, this man right here, his name is Haymar. Um, awful. He, so I went to board my flight to get on, um, and he told me that I had to check my bag. I was like, okay, I'm gonna, if you wouldn't mind, I'm gonna take my bag on the flight, see if I can't make it fit, and if not, I'll check it. His exact words were, no, that's not happening. I was like, okay. Okay, um, well, let's go ahead and put a tag on it in case I have to check it, but I would love to see if there's any room for it. And he goes, you're being an unruly passenger. No, Hamar, I'm not. Not to take the side of the airline, but like, stop, you're flying Southwest, give them your bag, like, it doesn't fit on the plane. <laughs> they barely have space for peanuts, like, get out of here. The bags are gonna fit on the plane. No one fits on the plane. Soon after, a pilot came over telling the attendant to calm down and that he was going to find a place for her bag. Oh, my God. He was like Team Savannah Chrisley. The Southwest attendant literally looked at the pilot, who is the man flying our plane and is responsible for safety, the most important person in the airline, and said, stay out of it. Ma'am, you're not flying on this flight. <laughs> this is someone who hates the Chrisleys. This attendant hates Chrisley Knows Best. In case another story comes out, after he told me he didn't care if I got home to my 10-year-old, I told him I hope he finds a better purpose in his life. Maybe I should have said it, but the devil came over me and Jesus did not come out. A rep for the airline alleges to Page Six Saturday that the Chrisley Knows Best alum repeatedly insulted several employees and because of her actions was denied boarding on her original flight and booked for a flight later the same day. Yeah, bitch, you're flying southwest and you're late. Your bag doesn't get to go in the airplane. This must be the best part of being a flight attendant or someone who works at the gate for an airline because, like... You have some of the most tremendous power in the universe, in the known universe, being able to it's tell true. someone based it's entirely true. basically on your discretion whether or not they can fucking go where they want to go on a plane. And this is why Bobby has the what I used to find the strangest oh. Oh. behavior of immediately gate checking his bag the minute he arrives at the gate. He's like excited to give them his bag. He's like, oh, have they asked for, oh. for gate checking bags? Oh. I, I'm 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 running when they ask for a volunteer. I'm at the front of the line, baby. If it's a direct baby, flight, you want not my if bag? there's a you connection. Want my bag? Take my bag. Not take if there's bag. a connection. If there's not a connection, take it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to have to walk around with it. I don't want to have to deal with people shoving their coats in the overhead bin unfairly. And guess what? When you volunteer, the flight attendants, <laughs> yeah. the gate agents, they love you. They love you for it. You're a hero. The way that you avoid future possible conflict by doing that is very funny. That's half of my life, figuring out how to avoid future conflict. <laughs> It's three quarters of my life. Well, guess what? When we're on tour, I also have to gate check my bag because then I'm just waiting around for your ass to get your bag. I might as well just gate check mine too. And isn't it nice to just go on the plane and just sit? I mean, and you don't have to be like, huh, 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 and try to get it into this like hole that may not even be open. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hole. Tiffany Abertheson's hole really is like in my mind right now. You just try to shove an avocado tree in a hole. It's not fitting. There's no patty. Patty can't help you shove your tree into your hole. <laughs> I know. Okay. I mean, it is annoying though, but then you have to wait for your bag on the other end at the thing. Carousel. What else are you doing? It's only 20 minutes. 
I'm getting to the hotel. I'm, I'm, I gotta go. No, you, when you get to the hotel and they're like, the room's not ready. No, there's no 20 <laughs> minutes. That's nothing. The room is ready. The no, room the is room ready. The room is not ready. The room is ready. The room is not ready. The anyway, room is ready. We're going on tour in the fall, so get ready. It's gonna be a lot of this conversation. Hey, hey, everyone. Hey, Seattle. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Bobby Gate checked his bag. Let's talk about it. Oh, coffee. Okay, let's talk about that. <laughs> we need some new banter. <laughs> And he goes, you're being an unruly passenger. No, Haymar, I'm not. How much of this same? Speaking of shoving yourself in the headlines, can we talk about Scott Eastwood? <laughs> Please. Of course. So Scott Eastwood, um, Lindsay and I and a friend have a group chat that we use exclusively to like share Scott Eastwood Instagrams. With each other, I mean, like this is over a year, maybe two years of stuff. It's just funny because it's the it's the three of us, and we don't really talk about anything else. No, I mean, it's like it's it's and we it's just rare that we've talked about anything else in this chat. But it's every true. time there's new Scott Eastwood content, it goes through this chat. So it's like it's just like Scott Eastwood crew. And the reason why we love Scott Eastwood is because why do we why do we love him? We love Scott Eastwood because he's. Very handsome. He's like a oh, he's like a decent actor, but mostly he's just very dopey. So dopey. Um, he's charming. He's like a charming dunce. He's also just like so bland and so full of privilege and nepotism that it's almost unbelievable to believe. Yeah. How does that? It's almost That's unbelievable good. how really full is. of pure like bred nepotism he is it's mm-hmm. it's it, it shows through his eyes his skin his his words like everything his it's just, attitude he, he, like his yeah, idolization of his it. father oh my god right. so anyways scott eastwood who definitely doesn't need to be doing this type of spawn con no. um does how many instagrams four instagrams four at least but his the whole thing is like he sort of Five. He sort of had a had like a quick Five. moment like a year and a half ago where people thought he was going to maybe be the next like hot new thing, but it didn't he really did, work out. A Nicholas Barks he did movie. Fast and Furious too. Yeah. He was in Fast and Furious. He was in Fast like, and no Furious, but he was a him. joke in it. It was really funny because he was yeah. like the the guy everyone made fun yeah. of. He was like the yeah. really lame white guy yeah. who didn't know anything about cars. And I said to Bobby, I think Army Hammer stole his his son a little bit just in the fact that they're both similar if you squint your eyes they're a little similar and Mm -hmm. they're maybe going for the same parts until call me by your name in Mm -hmm. a way just because i think scott eastwood would have given an arm and leg to be in man from uncle you know like that would have been a dream no i'm serious like that would have been dream like that's a perfect casting for him maybe not call me by your name but you know no well you think scott eastwood would go like with a 10 foot pole touch call me by your name like (laughs) are you kidding me no. Um, Sorry. Anyway, so right now, so his moment didn't really happen. Maybe it still could, whatever. Point is, it's not happening right now because he's too busy shilling for an airline. <laughs> a, an airline that at least goes to what ANA Airlines, I already forgot what it was called. It's called Al Nippon. Al Nippon Airlines. It's a Japanese airline. It goes to Tokyo because he just went to Tokyo and like documented his entire vacation on Instagram. And now it says paid partnership with Al Nippon Airlines. And he did it in the most scott eastwood like you're an embarrassing american way um (laughs) like there's a photo of him at the sushi place like screaming and then there's a photo of him just like in samurai gear 
screaming and there's a photo of him <laughs> in first class wearing i guess what are the iconic scarf and flower that all the airline attendants use on this airline but he's pouring the employee the champagne it's her really funny face looking up at her is like uh who are you <laughs> she has no idea who he is but she's like amused because it's like why not this is funny but his mm-hmm. his caption is the service was so good had to get in on it uh yukawa akiko was working so hard told her to kick her feet up and relax hashtag wore the flower Hour, hashtag and the scarf hashtag partner the only thing these captions are missing is scott please add this to your instagram caption <laughs> please paste <laughs> I this know, in. please <laughs> thank you um the best one by far though is the last one you put in here which Ugh. is literally a picture of scott Ugh. where he's looking like he's like confused and he's looking out into the distance um and, he, and he's like in front of some leaves he could be like in central park he could be anywhere it literally. looks like anywhere with with changing leaves and it says, absolutely loving exploring Japan. The people here take such pride in everything they do. It's great to see a culture that respects where they live. Hashtag experience, ANA, hashtag partner. I think this amount of Instagrams either means he's getting so much money or like free flights for life, or he got a really bad deal because five Instagrams for one Yeah, it's hard to tell. It's, it's almost hard to insane. Tell. Even like nobodies don't have to do five Instagrams. And most celebrities who are doing the paid partnership tags are only doing it on their stories. And this yeah, is like on yeah. the grid. <laughs> and it's like it's sorta of, I mean it's sort of embarrassing. This is on the grid. Anyways, I just I'm obsessed with it. I love everything Scott Eastwood does. I don't think we've threaded enough Scott Eastwood into the podcast that, that really expresses how much we love him. And I think for a while we maybe thought that he was approaching them status and then he absolutely did not. So now that he's just back on his who business, um, and it's great. I think this is where yeah. he does this is where he belongs. He's comfortable here. I just think he's, I'm just a huge fan of, of what he does. And I think he kind of represents this, like. I'm a huge fan of what like, he does. C, like, he's like a, he's like a C-list hunk. Like, he's on the, he's on the, he's on the brink of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the stakes are not lower for anyone. Yeah, the stakes you know? are not, the, the stakes have never, it's like um, switched at Christmas. The stakes have <laughs> never been, the stakes of this, of this, of Scott Eastwood's life have never been lower, you know. You thought we couldn't work in a Switch to Christmas reference when discussing Scott Eastwood? Think again. The stakes are. The stakes are low for this guy. He's really not, you know, in it to win it. Which is great. Good for him. It's great. How much of this same? Hey, Who Weekly. This is Carly calling after work from a frantic Snapchat message from the guy that I'm dating asking if I knew about the rapidly developing Vanilla Ice story. Um, he said that Vanilla Ice is, like, stuck on a plane in New York that is back from Mecca, as in, like, the Mecca, and there's, like, 100 people on the plane, and they're all really sick, so they're not letting them off the plane, but Vanilla Ice is on it, and I haven't had time to do any of my own research, but I thought you may want to know. Also, this could all be a lie, because the guy that I'm dating doesn't normally know anything about this kind of thing. I should get him to listen to the podcast. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, love you so much. Um, Bye. The guy you're dating is not lying to you. Also, imagine like having the the skill to make up such a perfect lie where it's like there's a contagion plane and Vanilla Ice is on it. Like that's just too many details to be a lie. Also, caller, she said the guy doesn't normally know about this kind of thing. It's like, what is this kind of thing? Vanilla Ice on a quarantine plane? When have we seen this before? <laughs> 
Okay, so yesterday we have like a group text and it's like 99% like pop culture garbage and a star is born memes and like just the worst. Bobby slides in with the like contagion plane, like Mm -hmm. not the vanilla ice aspect of it, just like the fact that it is contagion plane. He's like contagion, like link to plane. And then everyone's, (laughs) you know, like has to make like a bad, uncomfortable joke about like how we're all going to die or whatever. And how like Gwyneth Paltrow's patient zero. Yeah, remember she they pull her face back. Anyways, this is all her fault. So there was a plane landed. I love Contagion. Her be- so one of her best much. performances. She's so a perfect casting in Contagion. Also, it's like, that movie is it's like perfect. casting Drew Barrymore in Scream. It when Gwyneth Paltrow dies, it's uh, like oh. Uh, and and she then was the end zero. Oh my god, the end with the camera. It's a perfect, oh it's a perfect movie. Anyways, it's the best movie. Jude Law's teeth. Oh god, perfect movie. Jude Law is a blogger. Okay. Um, where was I? Anyways, yesterday, a plane flew in from Dubai, a plane, not just like a normal plane, like a 300, 400 person plane, like a double decker plane, 500 plane, 500, a huge plane landed, I guess a hundred people on the bottom of the plane, like on the first level of the plane were sick. But then also I heard that it was just 10 people. So it was like a little bit of a confusing news situation. Yeah. Fine. The final count is that it actually was a hundred, but like a hundred people complained of illness mm, like i have a headache okay every time i fly on a plane i get a headache and a stomachache and i want to die i'd be like oh i'd complain of illness i'd be like right it would be it would be a it'd be like someone barfs you barf just because of the barf yes exactly (laughs) anyway go on (laughs) i mean i just feel like whenever you're on a plane you feel like shit i would feel if everybody was like dying i'd be like i also feel bad but it would probably just be me like (laughs) being on a plane for too long you know they're like, Lindsay, but you're not actually sick. We did a blood test. And it's like, yeah, I'm but like, I've been sitting next to poop I'm... for six hours. <laughs> sitting next to poop. <laughs> okay. So they they landed this plane, blah, blah, blah. Everybody was like, oh, no, contagion plane. <laughs> I have a question. Is the plane still contagioned? Did they get off the plane? They're off the plane. And the what, was on, what was the problem? People are uh, saying it was probably influenza. So it says the rest of the passengers were released after evaluations. Um, only three passengers and seven crew members were actually taken to a hospital. Everyone else was just released. Okay. So one of the people that was released, who wasn't sick, who claims he was on the second row of people that didn't get sick, was, I guess, Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice, yeah. It's kind of great that whenever anything happens, there's always like a minor, minor celebrity involved who tweets about Mm -hmm. it. And everyone's like, wait, you were there? And he's like, yeah. So Vanilla Ice tweets like, I'm on this plane. Like, it's crazy. They're not, like, letting, they're not letting us out. And there are ambulances all over the tarmac. Meanwhile, like the AP is on the tarmac taking photos of the plane. So you're seeing two sides, the APs and Vanilla Isis, which is a very cool little, a very cool binary. Right. I only want my news from like the AP and like a minor celebrity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know. Um, but he's fine. <laughs> Your boyfriend or not boyfriend, the guy you're seeing. Wow. Way to like, liar. way to downplay that. So if he's listening, he doesn't get uncomfortable. Well, she said that. I don't want to. I don't want to say. Their Did boyfriend, you but, call me she really your boyfriend him. on a call-in to a podcast that I don't listen to 100. percent I'm sorry. Mm. If she says that this boyfriend doesn't typically know about stories about Vanilla Ice and Contagion Plane, he does not listen to Who Weekly. We never talk about either of those things. And if he, if her boyfriend listened to Who Weekly, she would have led with that. You put like a funny. You put like a funny update on Vanilla Ice. I honestly oh, yeah. don't care because the only update on Vanilla, Vanilla Ice I need is that he doesn't have the flu. Oh, yeah, he doesn't have the flu. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, what's uh, what's this? Next Hold call. on. Hold on. I mean, my best guess is that this was either meningitis or encephalitis. And with encephalitis, we're in the dark a lot of the time. 
If it was summer, I might say a, a bug bite, you know, West Nile. Herpes can cause encephalitis. She didn't have herpes. What are you talking about? Okay. What happened to her? What happened to okay. her? Okay. I love that. <laughs> Me when I find out Gwyneth Paltrow's There's dead. like no iconic scene in Contagion. It's just the whole movie. When the bat poops is the most iconic scene of Contagion. When the bat poops on the pig and you're like, no. <laughs> Isn't that literally the last scene of the movie? Yes, there's like a montage of the bat of the whole thing. It's like, it's like uh, the bat poops goes on the pig. A, the pig. She goes the to a goes restaurant. To the she goes the back. She goes back. Hotel. But Gwyneth doesn't Paltrow she like the pig? She goes back into the kitchen too. Like that's part of it. Like she's like VIP. So she, right? She tastes. I think she gets a special taste of yes. the Contagion pig. Yeah, she's like, mmm, love it. Mmm, I love contag- I love bat shit on pig ass. Okay. Oh, and then Kate Winslet dies too. Oh my god, everyone dies in Contagion except Matt yes. Damon. Yeah, and then he his daughter goes to prom. Okay, I don't care. Play the next call. Marion Marion Cotillard is like, what's up? Doesn't she get kidnapped? Okay, moving on. <laughs> there could just be a podcast. It's like two people trying to remember a movie they've seen and love, but don't like haven't seen for a while. You would say that. But I believe there is a project that you're working on coming up, and some people are saying that this was a publicity stunt. Is that true? <laughs> this is a legal matter, not a publicity stunt. Does it help that it's giving you some publicity? <laughs> no. <laughs> 